Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. the Relationship Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Rachel Vanderbilt, and I'm providing advice backed by relationship science research to help make your relationships healthier and happier. In today's episode, we'll discuss how some research may not always be applicable to every person, or why research is just plain weird. This episode is going to be slightly different from the standard Relationship Doctor episode. In honor of National Coming Out Day, which is October 11th this year, I felt it was important to address how and why some relationship research may not always resonate with everyone who listens to this show. Whether you're listening to this podcast or perusing relationship research more generally, there are a few things you should keep in mind, especially when you're applying some of what you learn to your own relationship. Studies of romantic relationships typically occur in social science fields like psychology or communication. Over the past decade, research in these fields has relied on samples that research summarize with the acronym WEIRD, or Western, Educated, Industrialized, Rich, and Democratic Societies, such as the United States. Moreover, even samples that come from the United States don't always reflect the general population of that country. Compared to the general population, research participants are more often white, educated, and from urban areas. So, why does it matter that relationship research is weird? A lot of relationship research has assumed that certain behaviors or tactics in relationships have the same impact regardless of who is in those relationships. That is, regardless of how much money they make, their race, their sexual orientation, or other key factors. Only recently have researchers started to consider how these assumptions might be wrong and how a one-size-fits-all approach to relationships may not work. Advances in statistical modeling are helping researchers identify subgroups or types of relationships. For example, prior work has found that marital satisfaction steadily decreases over time, leading some to believe that the happiest day of your relationship will be on your wedding day. New research, however, is finding that only a subset of couples experience declines in relationship satisfaction over the course of their marriage. What they believe happened in prior research is that those who experienced a decline in satisfaction really felt a decline, and they brought down the average of the whole sample, making it seem like everybody's relationships decrease in satisfaction over time. Another pillar of relationship research that's being re-examined is the demand-withdraw pattern. Identified as one of the most destructive patterns of communication in interpersonal relationships, demand-withdraw is when one partner attempts to pressure the other to make a change or simply have a discussion, and the other partner stops communicating in response. Demand-withdraw is associated with lower levels of relationship satisfaction, 
increased feelings of stress and depression and substance abuse issues. However, recent research is beginning to show how the impact of demand withdrawal patterns is different across couples with different income levels, with the negative impact of that pattern being stronger for more affluent couples. There's also some evidence that this negative impact is worse for heterosexual couples compared to same-sex couples. All of this is to say, current research on relationships has not been very diverse. Research has generally focused on cisgender, heterosexual couples who are white and middle class. When research takes into account different factors like sexual orientation, we can learn new and interesting things about how different types of relationships work. For example, researchers have looked at the division of household chores for heterosexual and same-sex couples. In heterosexual couples, housework usually falls to the woman in the relationship, even if the woman is making more money than the man. In the case where a woman makes more money than her male partner, housework is slightly more equitable but still falls heavily on the woman's shoulders. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Start clean with Clorox because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because I had a charcoal mess. Great, because why would I put that on my face when I could drop it in my sink? This is what I get for multitasking. Ugh, why is charcoal so sticky? Uh, hello? Hey, Janice. I am so sorry. I thought I was on mute. <laughs> no, we don't need to reschedule. I'll just stay off camera. Ooh, yeah, that happens. So start clean with Clorox. Use Clorox products as directed. Same-sex couples, however, consistently have less segregated household tasks, meaning that both partners rotate tasks and do a more equal share of those chores. More research is needed on couples from more diverse backgrounds with regard to race, gender identities, sexual orientation, interracial relationships, cultures, incomes, and more. The good news is that researchers are embracing diversity. The not-so-good news is it's really tough to recruit participants, and researchers often have to rely on individuals and couples who are willing to participate. Furthermore, even if researchers are conducting more diverse studies right now, the rigorous peer review process simply takes time. We may not get the research as quickly as we'd like. I'd like to make a commitment to my listeners, and I'll first tell you a little bit about my own research. In my own research, I've stressed the importance of sample diversity to ensure that my results can apply to as many people as possible. I study conflict in romantic relationships, and specifically, I study conflicts that are hard to resolve and often recur over time, known as serial arguments. Most of the research in this area looks at straight, college-aged daters. My research has found that what we know about conflict in the college-aged daters doesn't hold true for people who are older or in longer-term relationships or marriages. Younger daters are more optimistic about the likelihood that they'll resolve these unresolvable issues, whereas longer-term daters are more realistic about that likelihood. For this podcast, I'll be making that same commitment to diversity. 
I'm committed to finding research that represents those beyond the weird and beyond white heterosexual daters wherever possible. When bringing on guests to interview, I'll showcase researchers who embrace amplifying marginalized voices and who make an effort to understand relationship dynamics in understudied populations. For research on romantic relationships, this may be understanding a unique relationship type or non-heterosexual relationships or populations that just aren't college-age daters. While not every episode will resonate with my entire audience, I hope that every listener can find something relatable and helpful through listening to this podcast and hopefully can learn something by looking beyond their own world. Regardless of who you are or your relationship status, I hope you're able to learn something new from this podcast and gain insights into your own or even your friends' and family's relationships. Relationship Doctor is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. This episode was co-written by Dr. Mimi Brinberg. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Relationship Doctor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a message at 813-397-8165. Be sure to tell me if it's okay to use your voice on the show. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Do summer projects your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. With free delivery on over 2 million items, you can make the most of summer grilling and dig into gardening. Plus, get same-day delivery on thousands of products like power tools and storage to tackle any last-minute garage project. Summer your way with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.